0: Sometimes you don't want to go to work. It's hot, you're behind, and Dave from Accounts is an asshole. You just don't need it in your life, so you ring up, say you're sick, and start getting ready for tomorrow instead. Wrestlers can't really do that. For one, they're advertised to appear at a show, so they'll let fans down. But also, they're famous. If you know Roman Reigns is scheduled to appear and he doesn't, you're going to want an answer. A lot of the time, this is down to the classic card that is subject to change, but that's not always the case because... I am Sam from What Culture. Please hit that subscribe button. This is the 10 Worst Excuses for wrestlers missing matches. number 10. The Honky Tonk Man Can't Lose on TV This is the most WCW story ever. We need to get some info for this so we'll start with Honks, who has stated that his deal with World Championship Wrestling was short and done on a per-match basis. The idea was to negotiate something longer, but it never happened and this could be why. It didn't help that Eric Bischoff was gaining more power in 1994 and didn't think a fake Elvis was needed in the mid-90s, so come Starcade the decision was made for Tonk to lose to Johnny B. bad. Apparently though, and I'd underline that word a few times Mr. Mann had a clause in his contract that stated he didn't have to lose so when he was asked to he walked out and he never worked for Eric again this means his excuse was quite literally I'm not allowed to be beaten and if that is true whoever put that down on paper should be shot out of a cannon it's like a boxer saying I'll fight but nobody can hit me That's just not how it works. Number nine, Lacey Evans can't be bothered. So we're going to throw some kayfabe ones in here too, because it's still real to me, damn it. And we go to Lacey Evans, who has been doing this recently on Smackdown. I do feel quite sorry for Evans, as it was clear there was no real plan for her return, because she's already gone from a face to a heel, to a face to a heel in about four weeks culminating in this in short Lacey didn't appreciate the way fans treated her during her entrance so decided she couldn't be asked fighting aliyah and walked back to the locker room while a week later she would at least punch aliyah right in the face seven days prior ali and the referee had to stand there just looking like goobers hopefully this has stopped by the time you've heard this because it's just a little bit drab oh well number eight seamus is sick <laughs> probably has covid Oh no. This once again was on the SmackDown where Lacey Evans decided she didn't want to do her job and Sheamus was the same. While he got into the ring and told Drew McIntyre the reason for this was because he was sick, that's not how it works. Imagine you went to work, did some coughing and then went, "Sorry guys, got to go home." You'd be told no and thrown back into your chair. The fans actually groaned at this because in no universe would everyone have been fine with it. And also, they wanted to see Sheamus versus Drew. Those scraps always rock, even if WWE did them once a week, I'd be good with it. For for a while. I think the real kicker with this one is that stuff like the coronavirus felt like a no go area even six months ago, and here we were trying to laugh about it. I, mean, I don't know, man. Probably shouldn't do that. Number seven, Eva Marie is stuck in traffic. This was the best use of Eva Marie. In 2016, she would find excuse after excuse to get out of matches, the finest one being in August when she was meant to be facing Naomi. Instead, a voiceover guy started to speak over the tannoy and informed us this would not be going ahead as all red everything was stuck in traffic. Excellent even got some proper booze. It is this kind of creativity that makes wrestling so good, though. We all know that Marie wasn't a whiz between the ropes, but there were plenty of ways to use her, and this was one of them. After a while, all this nonsense started to rile people up, and it's a shame we didn't have a long-term plan for this. It could have gone somewhere very entertaining. Number six, Bastion Booger ate too much. So this will be the last in-story excuse, but I have to include it because, yes, I just said a wrestler didn't clock in for the day because he was too full... I mean, you wouldn't last another day. Having the Royal Rumble 1994, I assume this was done to try and have some fun with the fact you have 30 different dudes coming to the ring throughout the match. Because when it was time for number 25, or Bastion Booger, Vince McMahon told us on commentary that Double B had eaten too much that day, so couldn't make it out. This is the greatest thing ever. That is all the same for the gimmick, however, which was horrible. Mike Shaw had to portray a glutton who couldn't stop snacking, and for some reason that was meant to send him to the big time. And look, he was hired, so it worked. But still... Jeez. Number five, Sid wants to play softball. Now, we do have to mention that Sid has said all of this is rubbish, but that he did indeed take some time off to play softball after leaving the WWF in 1992. The problem with that statement is it's not entirely accurate. Sid was gone from the company then, but he was still under contract. I mean, that's amazing. When McMahon heard this too, I'm amazed Sid wasn't brought back as a softball player. Are you coming in to do your job? Absolutely not. I have an amateur softball game later. What a guy. Number 4, The Ultimate Warrior's Comics Even though The Ultimate Warrior went on to become a huge star, his antics behind the scenes are almost more interesting. The 1996 WWF run especially is mad, and it all came down to comic books. It was also the small matter that the former world champion was no showing events due to the death of his father, even though he had told Vince McMahon that he had no relationship with his dad. I think most of us would be kind enough to give him the benefit of the doubt, until we get to these damn comic books. Because it has been reported by a lot of people that Warrior was furious. ...with the WWF because he didn't think they had done enough to try and sell these at live events. So when you do gather together all the information, the reason for missing matches... Was because somebody's comic wasn't doing the numbers. I don't think that sentence has ever been said. Number three, Shawn Michaels loses his smile. Losing your smile sounds terrifying. There you are walking along and you see some pizza. Obviously, you want your face to light up, and yet you can't because you've no idea where your smile is. This has nothing to do with Shawn Michaels, although he did say this on a very special Thursday Raw on the 13th of February 1997. The Heartbreak Kid came to the ring and said he was in so much pain with a knee injury he would be relinquishing his WWE. WF title, he had lost his smile. If you were a fan, this was actually quite an emotional segment, but those behind the scenes felt differently. Bret Hart, for example, thought this was just a big ruse because Sean didn't want to lose the championship properly, hence why we were using overly poignant messaging. It's up to you to decide who was correct, but I do like the reasoning here. I've got no face, I must walk away. Number two, Vader needs sex. I mean, who doesn't, I suppose? Even then, I'm not sure it gets you out of work, especially when you have opponents to Vader bomb. Mick Foley revealed on his podcast when the pair were in Kuwait. During that trip, Vader had roughed up a TV host for saying wrestling was fake and subsequently been put under house arrest. Obviously. He was there for two weeks, so couldn't fly back to the USA with the rest of the roster. And when he eventually was let out, and I'll quote Foley here, he needed to go home and have sex with his wife. So I suppose that's kind of romantic the problem being he got backstage heat for this because let's not forget why he was in sort of jail to begin with he smacked a random person around the face was then off the road and rather than go back to the shows he went and did some banging i mean you tell me number one terry funk has a sick horse you just gotta love terry funk Who else would have come up with this? Here is the layout. At Survivor Series 1993, it was meant to be Jerry Lawler and his knights against the Hart family. Funk would be on the same team as the King, but when Shawn Michaels was brought in as a replacement, Terry rightfully mentioned the knights gimmick now didn't make any sense. Funk also learned that the plan was to rip off the hoods mid-match to reveal their real identities... And he decided he wanted none of this. And let's face it, it was probably the right move. Being the gentleman that he is, he wrote Vince McMahon a letter. And it literally said, my horse is sick. I think he's dying. I'll see you later. I mean, who is going to argue with that? This is the greatest excuse ever. Can't leave your horse to get worse now, can you? What kind of human would you be?
1: Hold up.